1: change your perspective connecting changes everything at and complete terms
2: rev up your thrills this summer at cedar point on the all-new top thrill 2 drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway and now for a limited time get more cedar point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just 49.99 get admission Parking and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry because this bundle won't last long. Save now at CedarPoint.com.
3: Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel, whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport. There is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. Hi, everybody. Usually we do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast, but we thought we'd put one out for Tuesday because, well, we're exceptional, and that's what we do. We're a content machine. So Mark Sanchez is going to stop by, the former Jet and USC quarterback, to talk about NIL, name, image, likeness. Uh, And I'm interested in sort of his perception of it because USC is one of the places where players could really do well. You know, I I had about a five-minute thought before we started that. So there there are stories that continue to surface. Two the other day, one by Jeremy Fowler at ESPN, that Denver is still very, very interested in Aaron Rodgers and continues to contact the Packers. You know, on a broader scale, something really interesting has been happening here. So Aaron Rodgers told reporters not long ago he liked the opportunity to sort of have the off-season to himself. He's, he's a Packer still, but it's his off-season. And there is this sort of weird stigma like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on, you're not at OTAs and minicamps. But one of the things we've learned during the pandemic is the workplace has changed. We're seeing a major shift in the way employees and their employers relate to each other. You know, for decades, it's been the employers who set the guidelines for the way you and I work, right? We fit into their system designed by the employer, but these systems, they were mostly cookie cutter, one-size-fits-all approaches that didn't really account for different working styles, different personal responsibilities people may have, different mental states they may have been in, and different needs for the employee. And when the lockdown happened and people started working from home, employees got a chance to say, wait a minute, I'm just as productive. I don't have to drive to work, pay for parking, the stress and anxiety of commuting. Why am I letting my employer dictate everything? My job now fits very nicely into my lifestyle. And suddenly, employers, for the first time in a long time, Oh, wait, we don't have all the leverage and control. So in sports, the NFL was sort of the vanguard of the you fit into our style or else mentality. Well, now we finally see quarterbacks with leverage saying, you know, I kind of like to do things my way. Brady leaves Belichick. Russell Wilson makes Pete Carroll lighten up. Matthew Stafford pushes for a trade. Aaron telling the Packers, "Eh, I think I'll show up in a month. This is what's happening around America, where the pandemic let all of us get off the treadmill and go, wow, there's another way to do this. And the truth is, we all know this. Sean McVay did something very interesting a couple years ago when he broke in. He wouldn't play any starters in the preseason. And people said, whoa, trouble, irresponsible. Young boy wonder doesn't know what he's doing. They'll be really bad in September. And the Rams went 8-0 and 0 to start the season, not playing any starters in the preseason. Now we're down to three preseason games and virtually no top teams play starters. Sometimes at all. You've got to push the envelope with employers. We often do things just because we've done them a certain way. I noticed this when I lived out East. I'm a West Coast guy, moved East for a decade. Very thankful I did. I got to see a new way of life. But the difference between the East Coast and West Coast really became clear to me. On the East Coast, you are often chasing the dreams your grandparents and parents have for you take over grandpa's business, which dad took over and you take over. The West Coast, you're chasing your own dreams, it's more entrepreneurial. You're starting your own business. It's not a coincidence. Silicon Valley is West Coast. The East Coast is more tradition. West Coast is more individualistic. And both of them work in America just fine. The NFL and pro leagues no longer have to dictate all terms, just like your employers don't have to dictate all terms. So Though I can be critical of Aaron Rodgers, he is now doing what's commonplace for stars. I don't need to go to all these mini camps. I don't need to sit around in the offseason memorizing the playbook. I am the playbook. I am the star. I've got needs too. So this is not just me saddling up to everything pro Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Brady. But we have a new way to do things in America. And the pandemic opened a lot of eyes even in the National Football League. All right. He's my guy, Mark Sanchez, USC quarterback, 2007, 2008, 2009, first round pick of the Jets. Great broadcaster. And uh, I like talking to Mark about stuff. And I really thought of you this week with name image likeness. And, you know, so I've had enough friends that do what you do. They're high end college athletes. And I'm not a moralist. You listen to me on the air. You know, I was pro smoking pot. Twenty years ago, I don't care. I really don't. And I, I was always understood to me, Mark, that like, listen, if you're Mark Sanchez, you're a star at Texas. You're going to get hundred dollar handshakes. Nobody really cares. Is is and I, I I look at it now and I'm like, it's almost absurd. I mean, I like, think about this. There was a point in America not long ago. In 1989, you could smoke on airplanes. What? It wasn't long ago. Gay marriage was outlawed. What? Right. Right. And literally an hour ago you couldn't pay a player like Reggie Bush, Mark Sanchez or Matt Leinart. And I look at it and I think it's almost embarrassing. Did you ever resent it when you were at USC? See, that's I mean you make
4: some incredible points and and I think you have a good perspective on this but it didn't even cross my mind. And I feel like such a dumbass now, right? Like <laughs> like I saw him selling the jerseys. I saw him like you know how much money goes into those Rose Bowl ads. You know how much money the team gets. Like, all, and I just thought like, dude, I'm here to ball. I got to get my degree, and I want to go play in the NFL. And I love USD. And we get a lot of cool gear. They're paying for my food. They're paying for my school. Sweet. But I also came from, you know, my dad was a firefighter. He made decent money as a fire captain for a while. So we weren't. I wasn't in a lot of, uh, economic struggle. I wasn't rich, but I wasn't poor. Um, and I never had to send, I I never got a Pell grant, like Ray Maluga, like other guys on our team and sent that money home. Like these dudes were, these dudes were budgeting before I even knew what a budget was. Right. Right. Like I have to budget my, okay, am I putting gas in my car or am I getting groceries? Because do I want to drive guys to the airport when they go home? Or do I want to go back home to Orange County? Or do I want food for the week? Like when we're off school, when we're spring break or whatever. But like these guys are like, okay, I got to send 500 bucks home, another 200 bucks to my cousin. All right, I got another couple hundred bucks after rent. like, And they were really doing that in school. And if you think about it now, I mean, these guys can go, to the boosters golf club. Cause you know, these boosters are pumping money in the program. Now they're going to be able to guarantee recruits. Like, you we got 10 speaking engagements for you. You can probably make $150,000 and show up at the golf club, show up at the restaurant, show up at whatever, do the chalk talk with, I don't name your sponsor, USC name, your sponsor, Texas, Alabama, Ohio state, Florida. I mean, it's a no brainer. Um, and the other thing that I thought was silly with all this is that the okay, football pays for most everything, right? I, I've heard you say that. I know that for a fact. That's not like a football is better thing. That's just that's just a fact. But the soccer players and swimmers that like go win gold medals and stuff and can't do a summer camp and advertise about it on Instagram and make 50 bucks a head and get, you know, a hundred kids at their camp. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. So the fact that they can do it now. I mean, God bless him. That's awesome. And I left a lot of money on the table. I guess I didn't even think
3: about it. Well, it's funny because you there's three college athletes in my life: Vince Young, Reggie Bush, and Tebow. Where there was just something. These are big brand oh, yeah. program. I mean, Johnny Manziel is great, but Texas A and M isn't a blip on the screen compared to USC yeah. and Texas. So when Reggie Bush was at his height, you were like a red shirt. You were a you were like like a red shirt red shirt freshman. Tell people how big Reggie was just just a sense, because I don't think the rest of the country, we had no NFL in Los Angeles.
4: No. Yeah, it was. I mean, he couldn't go anywhere. He couldn't go anywhere. It was like Elvis or something. I'd never seen anything like it. Um, And I mean, people were making money selling shirts that said Bush liner for president because that was the year that it was Bush and whoever Cheney or whatever. and. I mean, Reggie got no part of that, like had no, we all had the shirts. We all thought they were cool. We all bought them for 15 bucks or 10 bucks. Like they were cool. Um, but I mean, the guy could have just exploded, especially in LA. It was USC football. There's the Lakers, Kings, Dodgers, whatever, but USC football was a big deal, especially with Pete Carroll and the way he had celebrities in there. Snoop dogs at practice. Will Ferrell's on the sidelines. Away NBA teams. I remember Carmelo Anthony was playing for the Nuggets. They come into town and play the Lakers. He's at our game
1: on the (laughs) sidelines
4: just to come check it out. Just because like that's the place to be. USC is the place to be. So, I mean, Reggie would have just raked in some serious money. Um, And this is before social media. This is before like Facebook was barely starting. Twitter, nope. Uh Instagram, not even close, TikTok, none of that. I mean, you look at these the two gals from uh Fresno State. I mean, they're doing a full media tour in New York. It's awesome. They right. got their thing in Times Square, and you know, they do these dances on TikTok. I mean, they're gonna they're probably gonna make a hundred a hundred thousand bucks and split it between them. That's awesome. Like, I, I mean, it, it's just I, I read something about Dear King too. I mean, he's doing a bunch of stuff with uh like three main companies. He said, He said, um, he wants to sign like a group deal with all of his O-linemen, and then they split all the proceeds. Boom, you get everybody to go and talk to it. thing. You could set that up so easily now. Uh, but Reggie would have been, I mean, just incredible.
3: Do you – listen, everything – you know, nothing's perfect. Now everybody is like on the – it's great for everybody. Um, I imagine some players will like the money more than they will their sport. You know, it's like it's been the knock on Juju Smith yeah. Schuster. He's better on TikTok so, than Sunday yeah. sometimes. Yeah, uh, the consequence of it is there anything you look at and go, "Ooh, that'll be a little that that'll get a little crazy, maybe."
4: It's just one more step to the irrelevance of the NCAA, and it's you know the the conferences have the powers, and there's a hierarchy there, and the NCAA is just slowly relinquishing you know their their influence because what are they going to do? As soon as the SEC says, "Hey, we're out," what are they going to do? <laughs> it's just like an agree. It's just like kind of like, "All right, we're we're part of your thing." There's no like lawsuit that happened. Like they're just gone. Like see you later. So I, I don't. It's really um, I, I, for a lot of people that are just like, "Hey, rules are rules, and this is how it's done." You know, tradition over the truth kind of thing. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's just the the world's different. The cat's out of the bag. The guys know how much influence they have now. Like, like, like you ev- even said uh, the best ones, the best groups, the best, you know, licensing agreement people are going to figure this thing out. And there's going to be five or six that are really good at what they do. And they're going to sign all the athletes and they'll have a bunch of, you know, recruiting power and money and all that. And they'll, they'll, they'll do it the right way. Um, but The NCAA is essentially gone. I mean, what are they going to do? Some of these rules are so great. Like if your state says, you know, we don't have any rules yet, the NCAA laid out these loose guidelines. I mean, I'd be willing to bet a lot of money that the NCAA doesn't come down on someone in one of those states for not following these guidelines. And they say, oh, you used it as a recruiting tool or whatever. Like, good luck with that one. Because people are just going to go nuts. Like. Once they've allowed this and then they try and slap somebody on the wrist for it, I mean, it'd be curtains right there. So they're just gonna let this thing play out.
3: The NBA finals are finally here, and FanDuel Sportsbook has a championship offer you don't wanna miss. Because during the finals, new users get 30 to 1 odds on the Sons of the Bucks to win that game. That means you can win 150 bucks. On a $5 bet. I like the Suns in game one. I like them comfortably. With FanDuel Sportsbook, there are more ways to win. And when you do win, getting your money's a layup. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with the promo code Colin. That's the key, the promo code Colin, to bet the NBA Finals and get 30 to 1 odds. That is outrageously good exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app, 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, or New Jersey. Must wager in designated offer market, $10 first deposit required, 150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, and 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey. So, you're a sports fan. Right? That's why you're listening. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app free, recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action App, you can one, see the latest picks and articles from the Action Network gambling experts. Two, compare odds from different sports books. And three, track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter.
2: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Or download the app today. There was always a sense. Kirk Herbstreet and I talked about this one time where USC was very interesting. The Miami Hurricanes and USC, I think college football misses both. They're big city brands. And college football now feels a little southern and a little rural dominated. And I think there's room for a Miami or a – Oh, yeah. um, You know, University of Washington's in Seattle, uh, USC or UCLA in Los Angeles – So I imagine when you played, there were agents around the practice. I mean, this idea that Miami and L.A., that's where all the agents are. Like when you were a Trojan, weren't there agents around the field? Oh,
4: I mean, and it's not like the main guy. Like Tom Condon and Dave Dunn didn't just like walk on our practice field unless they had like a relative or somebody. Right. But like there's people that work for all these guys that like handle this. And while they're saying these rules are like, you know, you can't. This can't be um, uh, an agency that that's directly affiliated. Well, if you have any kind of affiliation with an agency, and now you're into this name, image, likeness deal, and that's what you do, you go basically market for these players. But you have a relationship with CAA or Athletes First or whoever. You're gonna just feed these guys right to them, especially if they've made you money. Like. If this guy's making me $100,000, $200,000 in college and then says, hey, these people will do your marketing just like we did, and they have a football sports agency, you're going to be like, all right, sweet, dude. Thanks. <laughs> this one's cool. But the NCAA is like, no, you can't do that. Like, How are, how are you even going to regulate that? <laughs> how, how do you, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, it's... Um...
3: If you look at the history, Mark, of the NCAA, they only catch cheaters when some team turns them in. It's not yeah. that they have this police force yeah. that they catch. No, it's somebody calls in that's a rival. They lose a recruiting battle, Alabama or Auburn snitch on. But Ole you're Miss. telling me,
4: yeah, you're, you're you're telling me nobody's no, nobody's called in on Alabama. They just don't answer the phone when it's about Alabama.
3: No, I, I actually <laughs> think Nick is smarter than everybody. And I think every, I don't I don't think Nick can dissuade a Bama booster from giving one hundred dollars. But I think Nick scares some boosters, and Nick is the kind of guy, he'll cut a booster off. So I do think if you have to have a, a coach with a presence. Like, Clay Helton's yeah, a nice
4: guy. I get it. But like, but, like, okay, if Alabama and Clemson are taking the two best quarterbacks out of Orange County, California, right. the ones who are supposed to go to USC and UCLA, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, if I t- asked those guys in high school, all right, show me Tuscaloosa. And show me wherever the heck Clemson is. Okay, go show me. They, they have no clue. No clue. So I just think it's I just think it's interesting. Maybe they have some sort of caller ID at the NCAA office. It's just like, you know, the old school call from or a call regarding Alabama. And they just click it to voicemail. Do you <laughs> Like, we're not taking that?
3: <laughs> it is it is weird. One of the things I've said to friends. It's one thing if Ohio, uh, if California loses a player to say Texas because Texas has a little bit. Austin has a little bit of a West Coast vibe or Michigan. They're in the Rose Bowl all the time, Miami. But when I see California losing players to the deep south, my takeaway is I got to be honest. I'm cynical.
4: I am. But it's it's. It it was even like when I was being recruited, it's become more of a thing now because those teams are good. So you you see it. But when I was being recruited, I remember uh, telling my high school coach, like, oh, I got this letter from LSU. It's going to be awesome. I want to go there. He's like, why? I was like, have you seen their uniforms? And they have a real tiger at the games. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, do you even know where Baton Rouge is? I was like, yeah, it's kind of by New Orleans. He's like, yeah. Okay. Have you ever been there? (laughs) I was like, no, of course not. He's like, dude, Go through a couple uh, game losing interceptions. These fans will be pissing on you as you're walking out of the stadium, kind of thing. Now I was like, oh, it's like that. He's like, let's just do a little research first before we decide on LSU, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, I just had no clue because I grew up here in California and you, know, okay. you talk about this all the time. So everything's awesome, right? Like, so,
3: if you. Other were, than the taxes. Yeah. Five star athlete Mark Sanchez comes out today. What would be your top five? Now, I mean, consider the state of USC, consider the state of Texas. What would be your top five today? And I want you to consider, I want you to consider name, image, likeness, too.
4: Yeah. So name, image, and likeness is a huge recruiting tool for USC. And hopefully they can, that can kind of prop them up a little bit because there's so much available in LA. Um, But. You got to go with the big ones. It's Texas, it's Alabama, it's Clemson, it's Ohio State. Those would definitely be some visits for me. Maybe Notre Dame. Um, I tripped to Notre Dame and Ohio State when I was in high school. Uh, Trip to Texas. And I mean, those, those schools are the top ones. But I looked at who's putting out quarterbacks, and they happened to be doing it an hour away from my house, right? At USC with Pete Carroll, with Norm Chow, with Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin. So it was right there. Um, plus I, the other big factor for me coming out was where am I going to be for the rest of my life? Like if I go get my degree in Baton Rouge, like, am I going to settle down there? Am I going to live in Columbus, Ohio for the rest of my life? I don't know, but I can see myself at least coming home. So if I can stay home and go to a great university near home, and that's where I want to live forever, that might not be a bad gig. So, uh, it's a little different coming out of California, but if I'm 18 years old, I mean, USC hasn't been great for a while now, That's right. so I would have been real little when, even when I was in the Rose Bowl, uh, when, you know, I would have seen them, I don't know, maybe at 10 years old watch Sam Darnold win the Rose Bowl, so it's like, they they weren't like on the map, like, you know, Sports Illustrated cover Matt lineer catching the reverse pass against Michigan, uh, Carson Palmer first pick overall holding his Bengals Jersey. Like I, I wouldn't have had that influence for these kids in orange County. Now that's why the, uh, DJ Uyunga lays and, uh, who's the kid from Bryce, Alabama? Young. Um, Bryce Young. Yes. Bryce Young. Thank you. From modern day. I mean, the fact that both of those guys left the state, that's cr- I mean, Ed Ogeron said this, I went to go visit them, um, two years ago, right before they go, bananas and on their big run with Joe Burrow and all that, I went to a team meeting and Ed Ogeron recruited the heck out of me from uh, USC or to USC. And then he ended up leaving right when I was getting there, but we remained close. We remained cool. He let me walk in. The first thing he did was put my arm, put his arm around me. And he walked me in his office at LSU (laughs) and he handed me some 30 pound dumbbells (laughs) and he's got this rack of weights in his office. And he said, a little let's get a little arm in. come on come on now (laughs) hey don't forget the shoulders now don't forget those shoulders (laughs) and i'm like oh my god he said hey how your daddy doing is he still fighting them fires out there man you're tough some bitch now (laughs) (laughs) he was just wearing me out it's like it's like we literally hung up the recruiting phone call and then i showed up in his office you know 15 years later and nothing changed and it was awesome but he and I look back on when SC was USC. And he was just like, man, I mean, we used to see other coaches show up in Southern California to recruit players at high schools. Okay, he's like, this was when the SC interlock on our polo held a lot of weight, okay? We would see other coaches show up at high schools and we would look at them and be like, are you guys on vacation? What are you doing? Like. Why are you here? You don't even belong here. Look at this. Look at this S.E. interlock. Get get out of here. <laughs> Enjoy your time at the montage. Okay. <laughs> like, see ya.
3: <laughs> it was that like was that. the way it was. It was a big deal. So that's the best Orgeron. I'm a, seriously, I've heard 20 of them. That is the best one so, easily.
4: Th- here's <laughs> here's the other thing. I didn't realize that they don't like you doing that impersonation. At least I, I don't know if it's coach Ozeron personally or the school, or it's like, you know, this like Cajun kind of thing or whatever. Um, but I spoke to the team. He like out of nowhere says, uh, I got a quarterback here that, uh, I know very well played in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. He wants to talk to the team. And I was like, I don't want to talk to the team. I wanted to come watch the team. I was in here to talk to the team. And he said, no, come on up. You know? And so I did coach O's impression in front of the team. And these guys were like, Nobody does that, bro. So Burrow kind of said that after, like, oh, yeah, you know, it's not really like that cool. I was like, oops. He's like, you're pretty good, though.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God.
4: Oh, man. All right.
3: You know, so yeah, there's an NFL topic here that a couple of years, Sean McVay said, I'm not going to play any starters in the preseason. And people went, whoa, 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 whoa. What about September football? And he went 8 0. And everybody yeah. in the NFL, I talked to people in the NFL that were like, that was a sort of a moment of clarity, like this preseason stupid. And then Brady, before he left New England, I think a year or two before, said, I'm not going to do the offseason workouts. I'm going to go to Costa Rica and throw the football. And then Aaron Rodgers now is like, "Why? Well, I, I know the offense. What am I doing? And there's a there's a mental health aspect to it that I kind of like what players are doing. Is that Mark... After your third year, I mean, if you have the same basic offensive coordinator system, there's not a lot you can learn in OTAs, unless you have a rookie receiver that you really have to work on. I do like the one thing about the NFL, and it's it's borrowing a little bit of a page from the NBA I like, that star players can be like, no, no, I get a say too. Like, sure. I, I'm not going to go to OTAs. We don't need to go to these mini camps. Um, was there ever a time in New York or in your career – that you looked around and thought, man, some of this stuff is repetition. Nobody's getting, no veterans getting anything out of this.
4: At certain points, yes. I I totally understand where you're coming from. But a lot of these teams have so many moving parts, right? You need just at least a couple days, I think. Does it have to be as long as it is now? I don't think so. Especially, and, and it's very subjective to the team and the players you have. Like the first couple years in New York, it could have been me and like some of the younger players, but the older guys, they didn't have to be there. Like the Revises, the Bart Scott's, the Calvin Pace's, like most of the O-line, like they, I don't know if it did anything for them other than just made sure like they're kind of in shape. Right. But if you can trust those guys to be gone and show up ready to go, then what are you worried about? So I understand uh, where, where these guys are coming from and they're coming off a year where they did no offseason right? Just meetings last year. So that kind of get, you know, it takes something big like that, um, you know, monumental to earth shattering or something to, to change the way we move forward, right? Like if somebody said you have to wear a mask around on the subway or on a bus or in the grocery store three years ago, you'd be like, what are you talking about? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But because of, what was going on, people were like, hey, it's, you know, we might want to do that to save people's life, you know? So, okay, we're going to do that. Uh, You know, metal detectors in the airport. I remember picking up my brother from college. When he'd come home, we'd walk right to the gate. I'd almost like walk in the jetway and go like, give him a big hug because he was my big brother and he was gone from college. Well, you just can't do that anymore because there's, you know, people out there that took advantage of that and it's awful. So that became like a thing like, oh, okay, I got to walk through this metal detector. They're going to check all my stuff. So it takes something to change the way you do things moving forward. And now, after this, this post-COVID world and NFL, then the star players have kind of taken that like, well, what are we really doing? I could run practices with my guys. We can do all this stuff. Just send me, send me the call sheets. Uh, send me some of our meeting stuff from the year. Give us uh, you know, stuff to work on. We'll handle it. And especially if you have somebody like Tom Brady, that's like the ultimate example. But any of these guys can do that. And they should do that because when we had guys come out for Jets West, uh, and the Eagles version nest West, um, that was, that was when I learned the most is because I had to teach the guys. Like it's one thing to hear it and then regurgitate it and then go perform it. But then when you have to teach everybody else, Hey, this is the formation. Here's how we run this. Here's why we're running these motions this way. Here's why we need the timing. So perfect on this because we're trying to get a half man advantage on this option route. When we go from, you know, a two by two set to a three by one set to run our, you know, rub routes and all that kind of stuff. Here's why you both have an arc release. Here's why you missed the snap count. Julian Edelman on your option routes to let things declare and give you an opportunity to take in information and then decide so I can see it. And so I save your ass from the whole player because I'm looking him off for half a second that you wait boom now we both start looking at the same time we gather the same information and make the right decision like don't i didn't know that like you kind of know that but you have to really know it if you're going to teach it right so that that was probably uh the most educational part for me was doing it on my own with just scripts and old play call sheets and stuff with the guys because then you get the discussions going guys aren't scared to ask questions to a coach like oh he's going to cut me or something. It's not like that. It's just the guys. And, um, So Brady's done a great job of that. And I'm sure Aaron can do that. I mean, that's that's a no brainer for those guys.
1: Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done. Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash. I PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
2: Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.
3: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at
0: that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's dot com, or download the app today. How long, how many days did you have to be deep into a playbook for like a Justin Fields? For, for literally for Justin Fields to go, okay, I can do this. It's not refined but I can do this. How long do you think it'll take him? How many practices, literally how many practices before he's like, okay, I can run the offense. I got 90% of it down. Yeah. I'll figure out the other 10 while we're going.
4: Uh, You got to go through, I'd think, you know, this is, you know, me kind of on my own thinking quickly here, but I'd want to go through all 10 to 15 installs, at least twice, me personally just run all the plays twice. And then I'd like to be able to do them in situations, right? Because the first time you do it, you're just kind of running plays, but then you got to categorize those plays into situations. Are we backed up? Are we goal line? Is it red zone? Is it third down? Is it third and short, medium, long, two minute? Okay. What are the rules within this mini game? What's the objective and how does this play that I've now memorized fit in? I've run it. I've run it versus a couple different coverages, but now in this situation, because it's a, you know, whatever type of progression read, some things get eliminated because it's third and short or third and medium. And, you know, I don't need to throw the ball 50 yards down the field, even though that might be an alert on first and second down. Yeah. Alert the hell out of that thing. But on third down, that's not really the goal here. We're not trying to throw a 30 yard bomb. On third and three, we're just trying to get a first down potentially, right? Now, if the guy's wide open, of course. But those kind of things—those were the things that 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 get you to that next level where where you start to play free, where you start to play a little faster. So, I'd love to see him go through. It's got to be at least twenty practices, at least okay. just to just to feel just to feel really good, right? We've installed it. I'll install it again. Let's install on Zoom and then let's go practice it a bunch of times. You know, something like that. Um, would be would be good enough, at least if I was his coordinator, to feel like, okay, he's seen it. But you almost want to, like, uh, you want to do the, the best way, in my opinion, because everybody learns a little different. You show them on the board, right, or the film. Like, that's kind of the same, right? You're showing them pictures and routes and all that. But then I want them to walk through it, and then I want them to run, it, like, full speed. That's it. Usually when you do it those three times, you're good. So Zoom can be one of them then the walkthrough you'd like to do in person or, or uh, you know, right before you go out to practice, and then you go run that exact play. That's kind of the, the method they use because some guys need to do it physically. Some guys need to do it full speed physically. Some guys just look at a piece of paper and they're like, yeah, I got it. So 20 would be probably the max.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, the bottom line is Matt Nagy and Justin Fields, you're going to get that 20 by about, your second preseason game. I mean, 20 really intense. Oh yeah.
4: Oh yeah. I mean, you could do 10 zooms, 10 installs, and then do it over again. You're good. That'd be pretty much it. And then you'd be ready to play a season. Then you're going to figure out how to play, how to run those plays in the, in the right situations. Cause they're going to come up in all different variants, right. Of, of those plays.
3: Okay. Rando final question. So stupid when college or pro you got to lead you're gonna win the game have you ever just screwed around in the huddle like literally you you know the game's over and you're just you're you're an alpha male you're in there and you just it's a really free feeling and you're like i'm going to just make a joke or does that ever happen
4: um i mean well the hot dog incident comes to mind okay tell <laughs> people about this <laughs> we're just uh i mean we win our first three games. We lose our next three. Rex got one of the highlight videos from USC and then spliced it together with the highlights of our first couple games with the Jets. So it's like this back and forth, awesome montage of plays. And I was so nervous going into this Raiders game because I had I rented out like a suite for my family because everybody from California came and um i didn't eat i just couldn't eat i was so nervous for this damn game and we end up i mean before the game jamarcus russell's flicking the ball like 70 yards on his knee and i'm like oh my god little did i know he was gonna throw you know like four picks and not play very well we beat the brakes off and we ran it up and down on him we threw it well um and so I was just dying on the sidelines, <laughs> and I asked one of the guys, there's guys all over the field. If you watch closely on the TV, cut up, you'll see it, but they have these white shirts. They got the NFL logo and blue shorts, like these, you know, yeah. Royal blue shorts and they're just there helping out with anything, water, footballs, Gatorade, you know? And so I grabbed one of them and I was like, Hey bud, I need some food. I'm like really hungry. <laughs> I haven't eaten all day. I'm pretty much out of the game. I think we we're up like 38, nothing. And so he said, yeah, I can get you like a um, power bar. You want something like that or a granola bar. And I was like, I need something with a little, lo- I need something else. What do you got? He's like, you want me to go to like the concession stand? And I was like, I mean, yeah, if the line's not crazy long, he's like, it can't be long. You're kicking their ass. Everybody's gone. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Well, just grab me a hot dog or a cheeseburger or something. Get some mustard <laughs> and I'm good. So I try to do it covered up and uh yeah they <laughs> they zoomed right in on me doing that but um gosh there ah, i can't i can't say some of the funny things in the huddles cuz i can't you know talk about any guys but um it gets there, light. there was a, it gets light when it's over and you know and it's like you know we're just basically running the clock out there is no better feeling because you're excited for the plane ride home. You're excited for the dinner after the game. You're excited just to be with the guys. So guys are, Jason Witten was the all time best at this. So what
3: do you, um, mean? What do you mean?
4: You got to ask Witten because I went in against the Browns. Dak played awesome. Zeke played awesome. We had to convert a third down, boom, and we were done. And, um, and he has, <laughs> you got to ask Jason Witten. I can't, I can't, <laughs> you got to get him on your show. Um, I can't steal his thunder, but he'll explain it.
3: Totally appreciate it. All right, (laughs) buddy. That was easy breezy. Uh, Appreciate it. Mark Sanchez, by the way, at The Volume Sports, Twitter, Instagram, rate, review, subscribe. Awesome, man. Have a great week. Appreciate it.
0: 02 is like no other course 2 420 foot vertical speedways 3 launches all right let's talk strategy Copy that driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 G's in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight up speed. Let's get it.
1: Top Thrill 2. The world's tallest
4: and fastest triple launch strata coaster.
1: Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal